0: Climate change may make you a comfy wave type guy, but it makes me a vapor wave type guy. Sad boys for life. All my sad boys.
1: podcast episode two. My name is Jordan Roberts-Ball. And I'm Ethan Ling. And today we got a great episode for you. We're talking about the 2016 best ofs. We've got a couple categories lined up that Ethan and I are going to be discussing. We're going to talk about the death of the Adidas Ultra Boost. Um, That's going to be a a little bit of a hot take for our episode. And we're going to talk about some feedback that we got, acknowledge some listeners and some input that we got on the last episode and we'll round it out with uh, our weekly picks as usual. So we're going to start with the listener feedback real quick. I just want to give a couple shout-outs. First off, uh, we got great feedback on the first episode, a lot of positive inputs, a lot of positive...
0: It was really great. It was really really cool to see all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We posted it on the Reddit streetwear, on the Mill Fashion Reddit, um, over on our Instagram, and we got... Just, yeah, great response and a lot of good input. I also want to give a quick shout out to Matt KS on Instagram. He hit us with some really good constructive criticism. And uh, it's always nice to get a strong opinion on what we can improve on. So, again, quick shout out there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, in fact, we welcome that, definitely. And it's it's nice because we're both kind of doing this podcast thing for the first time. Obviously, we're only recording our second episode now. And we want to talk about things that interest us, but we also want to make sure that, I mean, this is a podcast and we're making this for our listeners. And so we definitely want to be hearing what you guys think and what you guys want to hear about. We're willing to, I think, because we're both very interested in the topic from lots of different angles, we're, we're willing to to go into those different angles as well. And so definitely hit us up with suggestions about things to talk about, uh, what you like and don't like. For me, it was it was really nice to hear because we did, we like shat on a lot of shit. <laughs> last, yeah, we did. We, did. we bashed on a we lot did. of stuff. We did. And that's okay. We're definitely sharing our opinions and what we think. And and that's a really important part of what we're doing here and what creatively, what we're trying to express by having a podcast. But it's also good to be told like, hey, I don't want to listen to two guys shit on a bunch, of sh- <laughs> a bunch of stuff for like an hour, which I, I totally get. So we're counteracting that this episode for sure, by giving you our best of 2016, things we really liked this year and really enjoyed. And hopefully that'll kind of compensate for a lot of the negativity we kind of spewed last time. Though, I do think that was definitely important that we were expressing like true opinions from us. And that's what I hope we continue to do as we go through continuing to record these episodes
1: yeah, for sure. and just riding off that, I want to say, you know, I th- again, that was the introductory episode. and I'll, I'll, I think we wanted to give everybody uh, a, a good basis on like our uh, our opinions on the the really uh, talked about topics um, and just kind of lay the groundwork that, you know, Ethan and I, don't necessarily go along with what everybody thinks and we do disagree with some popular opinions so again we 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 do like brands we do like uh garments we do like (laughs) items it's just yeah we we came a little hot that last episode so there are things
0: that we enjoy in the world for sure for sure we're not
1: not assholes for sure
0: (laughs) only a real asshole knows to say that they're not an asshole
1: that that's also true (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's get it started. Um, We're going to talk about this happened last week. I think last week. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about the Adidas Ultra Boost. I wanted to do an in-depth discussion about the Adidas Ultra Boost because it's not necessarily an old shoe, but it's become kind of a staple in the streetwear community, whether that be on Instagram or in popular culture, on Reddit, whatever the format or outlet is, Adidas Ultra Boost is definitely one of the most owned garments, I guess most owned shoes. And in my opinion, kind of a, almost like a a symbol of streetwear in a way, in the way that it's becoming, in the way that it's being treated. And so again, this is, this is going to be more like an op-ed. I'm not going to shit on the adidas this is going to be
0: this is going to be jordan going off about ultraboost when yeah. he has so many pics of him on instagram wearing ultraboost
1: <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah no um <laughs> i mean i do i'm guilty of it i definitely will say that the adidas Ultra Boost is a great shoe in terms of comfort in terms of style in terms of silhouette i think it's probably my favorite shoe that i've ever owned but it's undeniable to say that It's slowly becoming, in my opinion, it's slowly dying. And I wanted just to discuss how it's slowly dying, in my opinion, the general release of it, and just some things that Adidas could maybe adapt or change to kind of reinvigorate uh, the crowd that once loved the Adidas Ultra Boost. So as, as our listeners may know, the uh, Adidas Ultraboost had a general release last week. There were five colorways for men and six colorways for women, I believe, and it got a lot of coverage. All the websites were covering it. The colors were pretty standard, navy, burgundy, red, uh, white, black, gray. I did try and get a pair, and I think this is where, this is what started wanting to discuss this, is that I was studying for finals, and I saw that it was going to drop between 10 and 12 a.m. And so I was like, oh, I'll just like go on and I'll wait for it. Most people know that Adidas drops their shoes at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, So I went on and I had, you know, the burgundy lined up. My card information's already saved. It loaded at 11 o'clock. I hit add to bag. And before it even went to my cart, it sold out. I mean, within a minute. And I hit on two or three different colors, and they were all sold out. And mind you, this is a general release, right? This isn't a collab pair of Boosts. This isn't a highly sought-after, like a triple black or a triple white. This is just a standard general shoe that's being plugged to all the footwear stores and pretty much the entire footwear community. And it sold out almost as quickly as a Supreme Bogo or a <laughs> Yeezy Drop.
0: Bogo! What's up? Sorry. <laughs> no, just the BOGO drop this week, and that's all I can think about. As you're
1: oh, yeah. About no, it, well, And that's the thing is that I, I think it's a problem when a standard shoe like this with a general release is selling out as quickly as a BOGO hoodie. Because for me, that means one thing. It means that Adidas knows that everyone is going to buy these no matter who you are, no matter what you wear. And so they're just plugging the market with these, and they're just flooding the market with these Ultra Boosts. The problem is that the Adidas Ultra Boost was, especially the 1.0 version, was cool because it was almost like a limited release, right? Like, it wasn't a special one. They had certain colors that everyone wanted, and there was only so many. It wasn't like you could walk down the street and everyone and their mother owned a pair, but... Much like what happened with the Nike Roshi, Adidas is just starting to flood the market with these things, and there's no differentiation on the style or the silhouette, right? We saw, I mean, it's come out in nearly every color. Again, it's a general release now, and it's still selling out as quickly as a collab pair would, and now I feel like when I come back to school from winter break, everybody's going to have a pair of these, and so it, it kind of takes away from the notoriety of it, especially because... You know, it's not an inexpensive shoe, right? The Roshi became an inexpensive shoe, and again, the Roshi died a horrible death. Right? Uh, uh, socially, I mean, it, you know, shout out to Four yeah. Pins for totally destroying the, the Roshi.
0: <laughs> All right, so let, let me give you let me give you my take on this. So I've never owned a pair of Ultra Boosts before. I rock like Chucks and Vans. I have a pair of Roche ones, of course. Everybody does, you know. I rock Doc Martins and stuff like that. So just to be clear, I do not own a pair of Ultra Boosts. However, the triple black colorway is so clean. It's so clean, dude, and there's no question that it's definitely rockable. I I think you're right and that Adidas is flooding the market. It's kind of an overworn, overdone shoe. But I think for people that are not necessarily like super into trying to figure out how to cop really exclusive or really limited release kicks, like this is a good option for them. For me, I'm not out there buying a lot of collab sneakers. I'm not out there trying to get like these super exclusive kicks. So for me, for someone like me, that's not super deep in the kicks game, which is kind of a contradiction because so many of my 2016 picks and weekly picks are sneakers, which is kind of funny. But at the same time, like I think accessibility is not always like the worst thing. It just means that sneakerheads are gonna go somewhere else. So if by the death of the ultra boost, you mean real big sneaker heads not being as interested in the shoe anymore. I think you're totally right. And I think that's yeah. definitely a thing. However, I do think for people that are either on a limited budget, don't want to work really hard to cop really exclusive shoes, or just like don't know that much about kicks in general, it's like a good pick for them to do. For me, I always like as classic of a look as possible. For that reason, I'm rocking like black and white Chuck Taylor's right now. I wear band skate highs and all that kind of stuff. Classic colors. Classic kicks are always a good way to go, especially like if you're not a big sneakerhead. For sneakerheads, though, they're going to move somewhere else. But that's kind of the nature of the industry. Something gets really big, and it either gets more exclusive or it gets more accessible. And that's just kind of the way the market goes. So for me, it's not really the death. It's just like you're moving on from one shoe to another, from a minority interest level, from like sneakerheads to just like a general population interest level. If that makes
1: sense. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad you don't necessarily. I mean, kind of aren't riding the kick wave. I mean, I'm not necessarily like a, a shoe collector or anything. Right, 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 um, right. And I'm guilty of buying the the up and coming popular shoe or silhouette per se. But again, you know, when I say death, I don't necessarily mean you can't wear these anymore, right? <laughs> but I, I guess I'm just saying that with Thou accessibility. Shalt not wear. Yeah, and and I think there are positives to to increase accessibility, right? Because in a way, once something becomes so popular that everyone, and that's, you know, a dramatization, but when everyone is wearing a shoe, a lot of the trend setters, a lot of the heavy hitters, especially on like Instagram and whatnot, they, they start to look for the new thing, right? They say, okay, everyone's picked up on this ultra boost wave. I'm going to go for something else now, right? Whether that be, you know, a new Nike shoe that comes out, whether Adidas comes out with something new, whether it's a total uh, jump away from sneakers back into the boot and lace-up wave, whatever that may be. I think with accessibility, and, and this is an ultimatum with any popular item when it comes to streetwear, is that it makes it challenges people to do something different. Right. And so right, I'm right. guilty of wearing Ultra Boost with a lot of fits that most people would say Ultra Boost don't work. And granted, that's because it's comfy and it all around is a good shoe. Right. If you're, if you're walking around all day, I'm going to lean towards those rather than like a Chelsea boot or a lace up. But to say that you can always wear an Ultra Boost or that everyone's going to wear these now is, is a reach, but. It's also, I think, a very real possibility within the coming year. I'd say by next year, the Ultra Boost wave will definitely die down if Adidas doesn't do something original on it. And this was kind of my, my last comment with the, the death of the Ultra Boost per se. Adidas hasn't really changed a whole lot. They changed the sole up a little bit on the 2.0s. They've kind of introduced gradients with that 2.0, but no one was really a fan of that. And the 3.0s, the cage has become a little bit more translucent and the prime knit is a little bit different. It's not necessarily a huge change. But, you know, much like the Roshi, not a lot of change is happening and they keep dropping new versions. Right. And so if you're going to drop a new version, do something different to it. Right. One sign of hope is that I saw Kith and Ronnie are doing. I know they dropped one. I think they're doing another one. They're doing an Ultra Boost Mid that looked interesting, and that looked like something that I would wear That'd because be it's yeah, it's slightly a different take on it. And you can you can Google this real quick. It's just Adidas Ultra Boost Mid. You can just look up like Kith or Ronnie Fike. You know, it's kind of it's kind of what they did with Nike Flyknit Chuckas is that they took that low key runner silhouette and they kind of upped it a couple inches and they made a little bit of changes on the silhouette. And it's something fresh, right? So I would like to see Adidas maybe go that route with, okay, this this low sneaker running silhouette is becoming a little much. Let's do a little bit different take on it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. One of my main looks is rocking an all-white Air Force One. Air Force Ones are super classic and super well-known and probably overworn, but it doesn't mean they're not clean. It doesn't mean don't wear them. I think we're in agreement on that. How about we uh, we move on to our best of 2016 list?
1: Yeah, because this is going to be the majority of the episode from here on out. All right, so I'll, I'll give a little introduction to the listeners to what we wanted to do here. So naturally, we're coming to the end of the year, and so we wanted to do a 2016 best of list, especially because, you know, again, we did a lot of bashing in the first episode, so we wanted to give <laughs> you guys some some positive uh, takes on on our, uh, our feelings towards brands and For sure. items in industry where uh, multiverse. So we have four categories that we're going to cover and what we did was we have we have an outline for our episodes. And on this outline, we listed out best brand, best up-and-coming brand, best shoe slash sneaker slash boot, whatever, and best singular piece, so like a single garment. We wanted to make this really interesting for the listeners, so we haven't shared with each other our picks for the, these four categories. So this is going to be the first time that Ethan and I are going to hear each other's picks, and we're just going to discuss and kind of elaborate on our picks
0: for each one of these we're about to blow each other's minds That's yeah for, for sure. <laughs> sure I think there's gonna be some
1: unexpected picks here so um I want to I want to end on best brands so let's start with let's do best up-and-coming brand okay Ethan I'll let you I'll let you take the helm for this one
0: all right for sure um so my best up-and-coming brand drum roll please yeah <laughs> I picked second layer out of la which It's probably not the most like low-key brand I could have picked. I definitely could have picked a more obscure brand than second layer or a cheaper option, but I didn't really take into account price at all or, you know, availability in terms of what I picked. And so for that reason, I have second layer. So what I love about this brand, quick run through, black and white, so much black and white coming from this brand, very relaxed fits and relaxed clothing. So you'll see a lot of beanies, white tees, kind of oversized, loose fitting sweatpants with like the white drawstring, a big, all black, very long overcoat, and then kind of different little takes on those looks. And so, you know, a lot of it's with Vans old schools, white and black old schools with most of these fits. But I think it looks good if you're into like that motorcycle kind of aesthetic, or if you're into like the LA relaxed fit aesthetic. My favorite piece that they put out this year, or favorite two pieces I should say, were the, it's like a dark gray, almost black and mustard striped coat and shirt, like bomber and shirt. These are so clean and work so well underneath any kind of overcoat or top coat. They work well with jeans, with black pants, whatever you wanna throw them under. I really like them with like pleated trousers. It looks really good. So second layer out of LA, a little bit pricey, Somewhat difficult to cop, not not that difficult, but I guess difficult in terms of pricing. But definitely 2016's best up-and-coming brand, no doubt.
1: Okay, cool. Just a quick input. I have heard of Second Layer. I've never necessarily pursued anything to purchase. I'm looking through the website right now, and I can definitely agree that this is a very original take, especially on kind of like the skater, like the original skater aesthetic. Right. Exactly. I see a lot of yeah. I see a lot of relaxed pants, a lot of short-sleeve button-down shirts. Um, yeah, this is definitely dope. I, I really dig this. And I'm looking at, um, that kind of mustard black stripes, uh, combo that you were talking about. Right, right, right. And yeah, I'm really digging that. This is a very Super good choice. Plain. Super clean. Yeah, I, I J- cannot shit on this side. This <laughs> is a good
0: pick. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see, you'll see, uh, Jacob Keller from Maccus talked about him in the last podcast. He loves his brand too. Just very good staple pieces and basics too.
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: All right. What's yours?
1: All right. So, um, I'm gonna go with Vineyard Vines. No, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> um, LL so, Bean. Yeah, LL Bean. They're coming Come back. All. They're making a comeback. <laughs> In all seriousness, my favorite or I guess my best up-and-coming brand right now is Nid to Gep NDG Studio. These guys have been around for a couple of years. And I wouldn't say necessarily that they're not known. I know a lot of people do rock them. I think this was kind of their standout year, though. They had a lot of popular culture people rock some of their items. A couple examples. I know Big Sham was rocking one of their jackets. Mac Miller has been rocking a lot of their stuff lately. They're definitely on the come up. I like Need to Get because they have an original take on streetwear basics, without getting too weird and again this goes <laughs> this goes back to kind of my or my style which is minimal not trying to stand out that much i don't like to go too far out there um and, and i like i like knit to get because one their color palettes they have great colors they have a lot of bombers they have a lot of hoodies that's kind of their specialty and the colors are really great takes on like earth tones. And they also have a couple out there colors, like kind of like a cherry red, uh, like a safety orange. They have a couple camo tie dye patterns. And so my first thing about Nidigeb is that I love, I love their color palette. The second is again, they have great takes on basics. So they have sweaters, right? But their sweaters have zip side pockets, just kind of a small alteration on the basic uh, sweater that you can wear with every outfit, right? Quarter zip hoodies, again, classic, can rock with everything, especially in kind of like an earth tone wave. I think it's perfect for what streetwear is kind of taking on and going into in 2016. And then their bottoms, they have great denim. They have great pants. I am loving their cargo kind of tapered trousers. I think cargoes are definitely coming back in 2016, especially for fall, winter. Cargo's. Um, Not choice car- though. Yeah, cargo shorts are still trash, but (laughs) cargo pants that have kind of like a tapered silhouette to them, I think look great with like the combat look, and I'm not necessarily one to rock the combat look. But I would definitely wear, you know, maybe like an oversized sweater with some tapered cargo pants and maybe some combat boots or red wing styles or even on like a tech wear vibe, maybe some Nike Air Presto mids. So I'm loving what they're doing. Again, love the color palettes, love the alterations on the basics. I definitely think that this year and next year they're going to be on the come up. So again, nid to gep Studio, NDG Studio, they have an Instagram, um, you can go on their website. The price point is, I'd say, close to like represent clothing if you're familiar with them. I don't think they're hard to cop. You can go on there. A ton of their stuff on the website is still in stock. Be sure to check them out. Uh, I'm a big fan of them.
0: Yeah, I'm super about them.
1: Okay, word, word.
0: Definitely love the uh, the relaxed Fits. Definitely love this, this all the shoes. Their shoes are Fucking dope.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't even mention their shoes. Their shoes yeah. are fucking dope, right? That's
0: like what they do best. No, no question.
1: Yeah, their their take on footwear is super original. They have they, they kind of mix the runner with like the Chucka. Yeah, I guess like a Chucka sneaker take.
0: Right. They have this super clean sole, but then they also have like this kind of more vintage like leather and suede, um, like boots and and all that stuff. But with like a very sleek like sneaker sole.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll grab a couple pictures off their website and post them on the Instagram so you guys can check this out. Because it's really hard to describe without kind of looking at it. So, For sure.
0: Quick plug, Instagram.com slash and Stacks. Yeah, Wax
1: <laughs> and Stacks on Instagram, R-A-X and S-T-A-X. Be sure to follow. Uh, we're posting pics up there about the topics and items we talk about. So going on to the next category, let's do best shoe. Best a, shoe. We're kind of on the topic of shoes this All episode. Right. All right, Ethan, what was your what was your favorite shoe this year?
0: You kind of shat on them a little bit last episode, but I'm going to do this anyway. All right. And to be fair, I do not have these, these shoes. I did not purchase them, but they are definitely, no question, my favorite shoes released this year. So if you guys know a designer out of New York City, his name is Jeff Staple. Very interesting designer doing lots of interesting things, but he released a pair of of marble NMDs. They have like this gray, gray and white, the little, what are they called? The little sections on the NMDs that are in the sole. Those parts are this like gray and kind of black marble with a white sole and black pretty much everywhere else. These are beautiful, beautiful shoes. And this shoe literally caused a riot to happen outside of Staple, which is the store in New York City. These shoes are beautiful. They're so clean, so simple. Marble is very in with minimalism so if you're into like kind of the minimalist aesthetic obviously black and white it's just a beautiful beautiful shoe and nmd is obviously in many ways one of the most popular shoes of 2016 from adidas definitely a good pick jeff staple marble nmds
1: yeah. I'm looking at these right now. Never looked at these before. I'm more on the ultra boost wave rather than the NMD wave. And and again, I, I did shoot a little bit on NMDs. I do <laughs> like them, um, but I'm looking at these marble ones and yeah, these are dope. I think these are a really interesting take on kind of the plain solid color NMD palette that Adidas and a lot of collaborators have been pushing. Uh, I'm really, I'm really digging this. I'm loving kind of the lacing system. There's almost like a, exactly. it's like a clutch. Uh, I don't know what this is called. I keep forgetting, but
0: yeah, it's like a push button. Yeah, yeah, push button yeah, thing. exactly.
1: Um, yeah, this is dope. I, re- I really like these.
0: And, and what differentiates for me, what I like better about NMDs than Ultra Boosts is the NMDs come a little bit higher up the ankle and give you a little more slope going down to the toe than the Ultra Boosts do. And so like for me, I always roll my pants. I basically have, you know, two cuffs on every pair of pants I wear throughout the day. And so my pants are coming up a little higher on my leg And that's both to show a little more sock, but it's also when I'm wearing high tops and stuff like that. And what's nice about NMDs is they're not, they're obviously not high tops, but they allow you to get away with a little more uh, or a little less, I should say, a little less pant length for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that is something that I know a lot of people lean towards for the NMDs. They're a little bit more lifestyle rather than running based. Exactly. Yeah,
0: for sure. Good pick, good pick. All right, what do you got for me? Um, okay, so th- show me some kids, yeah.
1: So, yeah, so this is a little bit unexpected. Um, <laughs> I, I personally don't own these, and I didn't necessarily try and cop these, but I think this was the best collab and the best sneaker of 2016 by far. I'm going with the Nike and acronym, uh, Air Presto Mid, specifically in hot lava lime green take. Um, and the reason that I'm choosing these shoes is one because Nike definitely needed uh, a hit this year because Adidas has been running the shoe market lately. And a lot of the stuff that Nike's putting out is it's okay. It's kind of average. It's, there's nothing really stand out. There's nothing that I really want to pull the trigger on. But these acronym collabs are sweet. And I don't know if anyone has seen pictures of these. I know a lot of our streetwear based listeners know what i'm talking about but for those that don't know what i'm talking about acronym is is a tech wear street wear company they have a big fixation on utility and function and so when you mix that with kind of the nike presto mid silhouette you get this super badass tech based these are gnarly yeah food. tech based shoe that you know, you gotta be bold to rock. You can't just like wear these with your standard outfit. (laughs) and, And I, I personally don't have the balls to rock these. I don't have the fits to rock these, but these are insane. So they've got kind of like a translucent cage on the sides. They have a hot lava kind of like a neoprene upper and the sides have two zips with a pole on the back and on the front. And they come up, I'd say like six or seven inches onto. they definitely go past your ankle for sure. Um, yeah, again, these are mid-tops. The color is insane. It's definitely a shoe that's, that is loud. Um, if you walk into a store with these... It's the most loud. Yeah, if you walk into a store with these, you're for sure going to get some looks. And the reason I chose these... Or a Midwest bar. Or a Midwest bar. If you walk into a Midwest <laughs> bar with... Actually, I would never walk into a Midwest bar with these. Because they're just so hot that you for sure know someone is gonna try and shit on them. (laughs) But no, the reason I picked these over I mean, I had a lot of shoes that I was a big fan of this year. But the reason I picked these again is because Acronym is a crazy brand. I don't think that I've ever seen anything that I don't like from Acronym. The tech wear wave is something that I'm really interested in, but again, I would never pursue. I just don't I'm not in the kind of region that is accepting of tech wear and I personally would never be able to rock it. But I picked these because Nike needed this. Nike needed something that said, yo, we can still make original badass takes on our shoes. We can still throw something out there and have everyone go insane for. And again, I mean, if you do follow the streetwear community, these are regarded as one of the best collabs in terms of sneakers for the year. These are just super original they're something that Adidas has never come close to, and I don't think will ever come close to. They're just a hard-ass shoe. Simply put, uh, Nike definitely needed this. So these are for sure my favorite sneakers of 2016 by this far. Is,
0: this is a bold pick. I respect this pick a lot. I could never wear yeah. these shoes. I could never wear these shoes. No, and I
1: considered buying them for a while, and I really <laughs> just settled down, and I was like, no, I, these don't go with anything that I wear. But right. I would rock the shit out of these if I could. These are
0: some, these are some ninja type shoes, man.
1: Yeah. And again, they're kind of hard to describe. So I'll be throwing pics up on the Instagram of these shoes as well. So people can check them out and take a look. Dope. All right. So I wanted to finish with best brand last because that's going to be the majority of the conversation. So let's go with uh, best singular piece. So best okay. single garment. Going to pass it over to you again. I'm interested to see what you have to say about Here this. Here we go.
0: So I had such a difficult time. In fact, I had way harder of a time picking a best piece than I did best brand, because there have been there's like literally millions of pieces. Yeah, for sure. I knew this
1: like was gonna so be a tough ma-
0: so many things to pick from. So I ended up just picking a brand where pretty much every piece is a grail. Like essentially every piece is something. But you did I would stick with one piece, in. right?
1: You did stick with one.
0: I did, I did, I did. Okay, okay. I did. I stuck with one piece, but essentially what I'm saying here is this piece is cool, but pretty much anything from this brand is cool. Okay, word. So many of you will know this brand. Definitely it was not this year that they kind of made their debut and got press, but I think this year of all previous, this is the year that they make the most sense in terms of wearing and their their line has gotten the most interesting. So, without further ado, I picked Hender Scheme and okay. many of you will know Hender Henders Scheme because they make the unfinished leather recreations of Jordans and a few other shoes. Insane. Insane. Yeah, and and they're beautiful and what I like most about them which is so interesting is that when they leave the leather unfinished, it develops like a natural patina over time as you wear it. So it's like, you know, a lot of people wear their Vans until they get like super gross and dirty and have holes in them and stuff. And that's when they're like perfect. And these are kind of the same way. It's like you buy them and they look beautiful, like totally unfinished. It's like natural pink kind of color with various different shades of like this pink leather. And as you wear them, that it kind of deteriorates and develops its own patina and, and sheen and all that. And I think that's just like the coolest concept in terms of making shoes interesting in the current, you know, era in, in in a market where there's just stuff coming out all the time. For sure. So for me, it's like pretty much, I mean, you can pick anything that they make. And it's just got this element of interesting design that you just don't see in brands a lot these days. They they do their own thing. But I like how they do that by taking the designs of other shoes, like the Jordan, is it the six? Is it the retro six? I, I don't know. Um, but they they take that design and then they do something so radically different with it that it's like just an entirely different shoe, even though it's the same silhouette and makeup as a Jordan. So that's what I'd say. That's my favorite piece of this year. What about you?
1: Oh man. So that's a damn. That's hard to follow um (laughs) that is yeah that's a phenomenal pick again i am a big fan of hender scheme i i don't really wear jordans but i think what hender scheme is doing is so cool it's such an original take on the kick game for sure and this is not a shoe that you can just like buy right this is like a thousand dollar shoe for sure
0: and it's something you have for years like years and years and years yeah this
1: is like a leather briefcase or like a leather wallet right like this is something like once you buy it
0: you're gonna own it for like years to come right exactly and that's what's dope about it, too. It's like we were talking about quality over quantity, you know, like buying pieces that are going to last you can kind of permanently or at least semi-permanently incorporate into your wardrobe. And I just think Henders Scheme just does that to a T.
1: Yeah, definitely agree. Okay, so this is my pick for the best garment. I don't own this. I would love to own this if I had the balls to drop this much on something. My pick for my favorite single piece of the year is the Ame uh, Leon Garnet. Sherpa Bomber in Cream. This is a full-zip Sherpa Bomber with, I mean, it's really just a basic silhouette of a bomber, but this thing is sherpa out, and I'm talking the entire thing <laughs> is Sherpa, and I know a lot of companies try to do their take on Sherpa. I know Fear of God did a Sherpa hoodie, but this cream colorway is just so silky. This is something that, I, mean, I wear a lot of black, and this would just go perfect with every single black denim that I own. I'll post a picture of this because there's just no way in describing this color. It's almost like a mix between like cream and like peach. It's like the perfect shade of of yeah, yeah, yeah. of like pinkish, like white cream. And having something that is just sherpet out on the outside. I mean like this is Cozy Boys 2016. And the Cozy Wave is like a real thing. I'm a huge fan of the Cozy Boy Wave. <laughs> Shout out to the Cozy Tape, ASAP Mom. You know, the influence behind my style is global warming for sure. Like that's, that's what, you you know, and, and so when I see something like this, I mean, this is insane. Like, this is not something you just like wear out. This is a fucking grail that you wear like inside and let your girl touch when she's bored. Like this shit is, this shit is like straight from like, I don't even know. This is one of those things when like you see it you're just like, that for sure costs like $2,000. And it's not. It's like 450 which is still kind of outrageous. But the bomber silhouette yeah. is so popular in 2016. To do something like this to the silhouette, I think, is such an original take. I think the color of the Sherpa is an original take because everyone was given that, that kind of off-white shade of Sherpa. And that's, I mean, that's cool. But like once everyone starts doing it, it's it's not really original. And again, this is just a hot piece. I'll post pics of this. I want, to, I want to know if anyone would actually rock this, because yeah, personally, this is my grail. This is something that I'm going to ask for Christmas. I for sure am not going to get. I buy my own Christmas presents, so I'm for sure not going to get this. But this is, <laughs> this is hot, and I need everyone yeah, to take a look at this and let me know what you think.
0: Two points. First, would look great with hender schemes. Yes. Second, climate change may make you a comfy wave type guy. But it makes me a vaporwave type guy. Sad boys for life. Va- oh, yeah. All my sad, sad boys. boys. Shout
1: out. Sad boys. Shout out. Vaporwave. Young Lean. Shout out Future Funk. Shout out Climate
0: Change. Young Lean is the homie. And also his kicks with the the plastic, like, ties he, that he just put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. those kicks. Those are ridiculous and look stupid. And, <laughs> yeah. And that's my shitting on for the episode. Yeah,
1: shout out, uh, shout out Young Lean. <laughs> Young Lean. Shout out uh, Gatorade, whatever that fucking song is called. That song was dope. <laughs>
0: Don't go is the best song in the world. Young Lane, forever. Sad boys. Sad boys. All right. This is it. The best brand of 2016. This is
1: gonna be this is gonna be the discussion to end all discussions for sure. Oh shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna send I'm gonna send it to you. I want you to start this off.
0: Okay. This brand was just it was like no question. This is the brand of the year.
1: Oh, okay. No question. It's not all
0: right. Yeah, for me, for me it was like absolutely no question. In terms of releases. It's not like one release that did it for me. It's not one line. And I think that's what makes the best brand category different is it's like a summation of the brand as a whole, not just one line, not just one release, not just one product, right? Okay. So for me it was very clear, and that was Carhartt work in progress. Ooh, okay. Best brand. Best brand of twenty sixteen, no question. All right. They had an event. They had an event in November and they put out a twenty-fifth anniversary archive book. This will be on my coffee table come January. Like, there's no question. And Carhartt Work in Progress comes like straight out of this industrial kind of utility take that Carhartt as a brand in the United States does for like manual laborers and, and such. When I was working as a house painter, wearing Carhartt shit all day. But Carhartt Work in Progress specifically is this European take on this industrial look super interesting. And in fact, you know, for me, a lot of what Supreme does looks like it comes straight out of Carhartt Work in Progress, where Carhartt Work in Progress is just way more accessible, way more classic. No hate to Supreme, none not at all. But this Carhartt Work in Progress is just, it's so adaptable and timeless in a way that people say that the Supreme kind of industrial look is is timeless in that same way. And so it doesn't matter what you're getting if you're getting Carhartt beanie you're getting a tee you're getting one of these huge like work jackets whether you're getting you know we talked about slacks with tons of pockets all these things carhartt work in progress is just such a good brand for staples for basics for pieces it doesn't really matter what you're getting from them it's quality it lasts forever you can skate in it you can like shovel your driveway with it you can <laughs> fucking you can fucking Go to an event in it, you know. Carhartt is just always down to get down. <laughs> I, I like. That. I can't even. I can't even keep a straight face when I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that. But still.
1: All right. Good pit. That that was unexpected. I won't lie. I was not expecting you to throw out Carhartt.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I think like especially from my perspective, like this, like the punk, like hardcore skate scene, all that. Carhartt work in progress is just such a good staple brand. You're not making any kind of outrageous statement rocking Carhartt, right? It's not about the image it's not about the logo it's not about the brand necessarily it's about quality garments it's about getting the looks that you like you know in terms of what the clothes look like getting those pieces they're great for customizing putting patches on putting pins on whatever you want to do tearing up a little bit like Carhartt's just such it doesn't need you don't need like brand recognition to to look good in Carhartt.
1: All right, I can I can agree with that. I can agree. It's definitely a timeless classic brand. So, strong pick right there. Strong pick for best brand. Word.
0: <laughs> okay, follow that up. All right, let's see. I'm gonna what hit can you, you do? I'm what hit you hit got for me, man?
1: I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think this was undeniable. My pick right now is, I think if you disagree with it, I want to know why you disagree with this. This is how confident. (laughs) This is how confident. I mean, and and this is a challenge to all listeners, right? If you don't agree with my pick right now, I want to know why. And so for sure, leave it in the comments, send us messages. I don't care. The brand of the year of 2016 was by far and away Kith. Interesting. Kith absolutely killed it this year. Whether it be original collections, whether it be shoe collaborations, whether it be popular culture collaborations, Kith had a crazy year, Um, and it wasn't necessarily because of specific products, right? There wasn't something that I saw that I was like, oh, that makes Kith the brand of the year. Kith just kept coming and coming and coming with the heat. I mean, first really piqued my interest was the Atlanta tracksuit capsule. That was dope. I haven't seen tracksuits in so long that for a streetwear, almost like a streetwear icon at this point to come out and say yo we're gonna drop some fire tracksuits with some crazy geometry prints on them i loved that that was so original that was such a bold move and then the collaborations this year we saw kith and a bathing ape we saw kith and bergdorf goodman which was a major flex we saw captain crunch and kith like are you kidding me kith power rangers <laughs> kith and iroh <laughs> kith and rugrats Kith and Ame Leondor. When a brand like Kith starts collaborating with serial brands and like Nickelodeon TV shows from the nineties, <laughs> like I can't help but just acknowledge that as just such a major flex. Because like, who else is doing that right now? Like no one else is doing that. And the and the best part about it is that like Yeah, like it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like he's collaborating with like Captain Crunch. That's dope. But like the pieces are actually fire. There's something that I would legitimately wear out in public. For me, it's such a bold statement on KISS part to say, like, look, we realized that we could drop the same fall and winter and summer takes year after year. But like we're gonna reach into we're gonna reach into the time capsule. We're gonna reach in and grab some of these public favorites. And I think the best part about it is that you can still see that Ronnie is in charge, right? Like Ronnie is not selling out. He, I mean, he's he's commented on how much he wanted to collab with these kind of signature brands, signature popular culture icons that he remembers and influenced him. I think that's almost anybody's dream is to you know, build something from the ground up and then reach out to those things that you loved as a child and say, let's make something together, right? Like let's create. And so yeah, I sure. think Kith is is almost the standout brand of twenty sixteen because it kind of shows to everybody that you should never you should never let go of your influences. You should always keep in mind what made you want to pursue something in the first place. And so to kind of give an ode to the Rugrats, to the Power Rangers, to the Captain Crunch, I thought that was too dope. Obviously the fall collections were fire. The Leon Door was an incredible capsule collection. And to top that, he just showed off the Aspen collection, and he's got collabs with Columbia that look so insane. I'm just so ready to see what else he has in store. And not to mention he had Kithland this year, which was like the most insane presentation of a collection I've ever seen. So huge shout out to Kith brand of the year by far. Let me know if you disagree in the comments or whatever, because I want to have a good discussion about that. (laughs) Shout out Kith. I'm done, I'm done. You
0: You got it all out? All right, all right. So first of all, first of all, you're not wrong. Kith, crazy year, absolutely nutty year. And, and to pick them as your, your best brand was like what I fully expected, (laughs) which is why I couldn't, I could not pick them as my best brand. So I, I picked something, uh, in a, in a little different vein, but no, I totally agree with you. I think Kith is doing things you have, you haven't seen before and, and embracing those influences, just like you said, and that's a great thing. And just like the sheer number of things they put out this year is just absolutely was insane. It
1: was insane, it was nuts. They had like, I was gonna say, they had like what? I mean, I'm counting, I'm on the website right now just so I don't get anything wrong. And I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. We're talking 14 rele- fourteen collection releases yeah, this year.
0: For sure, a lot of 2016 was breaking out of this uh, fall, winter, spring, summer collection cycle, right? Yeah. And Keith, was like on the forefront of breaking that cycle and that's a really cool thing you know there are a few other brands doing that as well but kith was for sure for me 2016 was a breakout year though for this brand like 2016 is when kith came together when kith you know finally figured it out and did it in radical new things but it it, before 2016 i feel like it just wasn't that way so for me no question best up and coming brand best like even though they've made it like yeah, he's you know, been up and coming in that. has been in hump that, hump for a while. Right, right, right. But I mean, up and coming in that in that Kith is just like 2016 was the year. Yeah, you know? I don't like, think It happened th- this year. Yeah,
1: I don't think they could have had a better year for sure.
0: Right, and and so yeah, so I think best brand of 2016, no question, Kith. like absolutely. Um, I don't own a lot of Kith, but either way, yeah, Kith is a Kith is a great pick and like the mo- the most obvious pick for sure, uh, which is why I had to pick our heart. Um, and kind of in a different vein too, you know, for me, like you definitely, you can tell like in your picks, your aesthetic and you could tell my picks, like kind of my aesthetic yeah, as for well. Sure. Uh, yeah, no question. And, but you know, you talked about Kith, you talked about, uh, what was the other one?
1: Uh, Nid, uh, Nid to Gab.
0: NMG. Yeah, yeah. 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 And those, for me, those two brands are very similar and crossover a yeah, lot.
1: Yeah, d- Different garments, but, but almost within the same realm of aesthetic
0: for sure for sure and so in that way i don't think kith is like the is always doing like the most interesting thing In that they're not like creating like crazy different looks no no but but again but, they do but in many ways
1: alterations on exactly exactly silhouette. and
0: that's and that's their strength yeah, for sure, you know for sure. that's that's absolutely their strength all right
1: so we finished up the 2016 best of this has been quite a positive hey. episode for sure <laughs> um i think we should round this out we're gonna end it with our weekly picks as usual and um we'll do a quick shout out on the social medias and whatnot yeah so weekly picks
0: oh instagram so positive though hold up though this was the most positive and i hope you all had a very lovely and therapeutic joy of our conversation. Absolutely. Tweet us at your problems, man. We're all sad boys in this world, man. That's how it goes. We're all sad
1: boys, but we wanted to bring
0: that (laughs) that ray of light. Um, (laughs) Next episode, we're shitting on
1: everyone though. So weekly picks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Weekly picks, let's round it out. Um, Best, uh, your pick IG and your brand pick or release or whatever. All right.
0: So in the last week, we saw V-Loan, crazy drop, crazy cool pop-up shop, You'll see a lot of like, fucking like ASAP Rocky, Young Thug. These guys are um, rocking this brand all the time. Even Kanye. So my pick came out this last week. The Vlone Air Force Ones, black orange colorway, the orange swoosh. It's dope. It's it's sweet. I love Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones are just like classic streetwear, and any kind of take on it is interesting. And Vlone, especially, is just like this crazy graffiti and. It's like this weird mix of kind of like middle class like white culture with like flames and and all this stuff, but also really interesting streetwear kind of combined with this like destructive element. And so my drop of the week and my insta of the week are actually related in that my Instagram pick of the week is Vlone's creative director. Hi mom, I'm dead on Instagram. This dude's creating crazy stuff, and and I think for me like the the best part of his process and the best part of the way he creates is in this destructive element, like whether it's putting a cigarette burn hole in a shirt, whether it's like tearing up, you know, the shirt and putting a bunch of graffiti and using a bunch of Sharpies and, you know, like creating like weird patches and spray paint and all over it and all that, that, that element of like destruction to these pieces makes them so unique and interesting. And like, he's the only guy doing that kind of aesthetic that well. So... V-Lone Air Force Ones, v Creative Director, Instagram.com slash, hi, mum, I'm dead.
1: Strong, str- strong pick, strong pick. Uh, those v Air Force Ones. I'm, I'm not a big Air Force One guy, but what they did with the whole tumbled leather thing, I think was nuts, so. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, definitely sweet, so I'm digging that for sure. Good pick. I am gonna hit you with my, my Instagram pick first, and then my uh, weekly brand collection release. So my Instagram pick right now, Uh, has to be matt ks uh he was one of the guys that gave us some great uh, input on what we could do better for the episodes and uh some good opinions on you know just good constructive criticism and naturally i was looking through his ig and this guy has just such a great such a great clean uh approach to streetwear. he rocks a lot of the brands that that you know you know well um but he does it in a way where it's not too loud right he much like my style. He's not wearing crazy cuts or or wild colors or anything. It's a lot of earth tones, but it's it's done well. His fits fit, if that makes sense. Like he definitely knows his style. He definitely knows what he's wearing. He knows how to rock something. And he doesn't really fall into that kind of mainstream Almost like a, not like a struggle, but a, a mainstream vibe of just like wearing four hot brands at once. He, he knows how to mix everything together. And he also has great shots of his outfits. I think it's a, it's a nice uh, difference between just like standing in front of a wall, which I'm guilty of. Um, he has good backgrounds. He does a lot of outfit grids, which are always dope in my opinion. Um, so Instagram pick is Matt KS on Instagram. Go follow him for sure. Um, and my collection release weekly pick has to be uh, John Melchico, Only the Blind, uh, first collection. I've been waiting for this since he announced it. Uh, for those that don't know, John Melchico is a huge influencer on Instagram. Uh, he has done work for all sorts of brands. Um, he, Adidas, Nike, PacSun, you name it, he's been there. He's definitely a trendsetter, in my opinion. Um, and he announced that he was kind of doing his own brand thing. I want to say like roughly a year ago, he, st- he sort of teased at it. And he finally dropped the first collection uh, this past week. And it, it's definitely basics, but it's such a such an interesting take on basics. Um, I have the collection pulled up right here because I don't want to get anything wrong. So he's got satin bombers, which are fire. They're definitely – he's got a kind of like a bright orange-red um, colorway that's just insane – it's got arm zippers all the way up to the shoulder, which I have never seen before. And that's definitely, a. am bi- a big fan of the zip wave right now. Um, He's got your basic hoodies, oversized hoodies with split hems. Those are dope. He's got some embroidery going on. Uh, He has some graphic tees that are so original. Definitely have to check those out. We'll be plugging. I'll be plugging this on the Instagram as well, so you guys can take a look. And my favorite, for sure, of this collection was his take on the Chelsea boot. He kind of took like a common project silhouette, and he threw a zipper and a button on the back, and he has this crazy like slate almost like gray blue colorway. It's like a, he says, he calls it midnight gray here. Um, and these are up for pre-order right now. And these are just insane. So, you know, it's always cool to see someone who you follow on Instagram and, and starts out with an idea and carries it all the way to the release. So again, only the blind shout out to John Melchico doing big things. And yeah, that's, that's, those are my weekly picks.
0: Awesome, dude. Yeah, I definitely, definitely am about those. And I think it, we would be doing an injustice to the streetwear community if we didn't at least acknowledge the BOGO drop that happened Yeah. this last week. I don't know about you, Jordan, but I think that's a conversation we'll save for another day. Definitely to all you young boys that are sad about not getting a BOGO, I empathize with you, and I hope you enjoy the next week or two of feeling sorry for yourself. It's okay. It'll be all right. But, yeah, I thought we'd at least just acknowledge that that drop happened this past week.
1: Yeah, I do have to acknowledge that. Uh, Shout out all my sad boys that missed out. Also, you know, realize that Supreme, you know, BOGO hoodies are almost are starting to get a negative stigma amongst the streetwear community. I mean, they're dope. But, like, remember that, you know, just because you have a BOGO hoodie on does not mean you're stylish. Right. So. And, and Supreme has a ton of branded stuff. So go out there and hunt for something that's, you know, if you want the Supreme name on it, for sure. But go out there and hunt for something that Supreme puts out that, you know, isn't a BOGO hoodie. They have a ton of dope stuff out there. So we'll talk for about sure. that in another episode for sure, but we'll wrap this one up. Um, Still so clean though. It's so it's clean. clean. Anyway, yeah, clean. anyway. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll let you uh, say your goodbyes and then I'll end
0: it with yeah, for uh, sure. some
1: social media plugs.
0: Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, we got lots of good things coming up in the works. Check out the Reddit where we'll be posting um, these episodes, Mill Fashion and, and uh, Our Streetwear. Check those out. Follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Ethan Ling. And same for Twitter, same username. Got back in the Twitter game after a few years. Joined Twitter in 08, kind of stopped using it like five years ago. And now I'm kind of back in that game. As much as Twitter sucks, it's pretty important in culture. And so I'm back on there. So. Let me know uh, what you have to say and send me feedback that way. Twitter is lit. All right. uh,
1: Instagram is Jordan Roberts. The A is a V. Be sure to follow me. Um, Instagram plug for the podcast is Racks and Stacks. That's R A X. A N D S T A X. We'll be posting pictures of a lot of the stuff we talked about on the episode, and we'll be doing that for the rest of the future episodes. Twitter is also Reacts and Stacks. We've been a little uh, quiet on there, but I'll be getting on that for sure. And we'll be posting up on the R Streetwear and R Male Fashion subreddits. Uh, and big plug for sure. We're now on iTunes. Um, be sure to go out there and peep that as well. And uh, again, big thanks to all our listeners. We're about to peak at 500 listens uh, for the first episode. Hey. Hey. Which is nuts, right? We thought we were like six people were gonna listen, so 500. It's <laughs> totally okay with me. Um, really enjoy doing this. And again, message us your feedback. Um, whatever what, you know whether you want to discuss anything, uh, whether you have some good ideas, topics we should talk about, whatever it is, be sure to reach out to us. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, that's the end of episode
0: two. Yeah, definitely hit up Jordan to uh, Netflix and chill. He's a lonely boy. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, uh, hashtag
0: lonely boys. hashtag sad boys. Oh, and and hit me up if you want to head out to any uh, Midwest bars, dressing Rick, just FYI. Yeah,
1: shout out to all my uh, Rick Owens Midwest bar crawlers. Y'all are uh, y'all are some wild oh, yeah, motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks, y'all. Take it easy. Peace.